All right, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's go. Um, do you want me to pray? Yes. Okay. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just give you glory. We thank you for your goodness and mercy. Thank you, Lord, for, for today. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us alive today. Thank you, Lord, for all you're going to do today in today's service. Father, Lord, we are so grateful. We're so, we're so excited. I'm so excited. Father, Lord, because you're going to really teach us. You're going to guide us. Amen. You know, open our eyes. The Bible says the entrance of the world brings light. Father, Lord, we thank you because light will shine into our hearts in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we give you glory. Thank you because, Lord, you're going to do awesome things today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Um, we're going to go through the... Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody that's come, that's here. We're going to go through praise and worship and... Um, Pray that you know the song. The, the lyrics is on the side. So let's go. Can you see? Yes. Walking around these walls, I know my life ain't fall, but you have never failed me. Waiting for change. Hallelujah. Knowing those one Hallelujah, God. Your promise still stands. Still stands. Praise your faithfulness. Faithfulness. Still in your hands. This is my confidence. Never failed me yet. You've never failed me, God. God, I just praise you. Hallelujah. In your praises, Jesus, Still 
Sorry, Chuka, we cannot hear the music anymore. Okay, thank you.
Praise the Lord. Uh, true, we, we're not hearing the music anymore. So I think we might have some sound issues that we can correct later. True, can you hear me? Can you hear me? True, Ka. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead now. Go yeah, ahead. I was saying we're not hearing the music anymore. So I think maybe we can test test we're not after a while some other other sounds were overwhelming the music oh. but we can we can um do a Sorry. test maybe later okay. and perfect it for the future all right good morning everybody if you can mute everybody for me please Peter. that will really help us out all right good morning everybody welcome to princeton fountain of the living word church it's really good to see everyone. It will help if you, um, maybe during the course of the service, you help us put your full name. And uh, unfortunately, we don't even have something to raise your hands. I think we need to pick that option later. But uh, good morning, everyone. It's really good to see you. Happy Sunday. You know, I thank God that you are here. I thank God that we're all here and we have the blessing to hear the word of God. So let's, let's share a word of prayer and get into it. And then I will explain what's going on today. Praise God. All right, let's share a word of prayer. 
Our Father in heaven, we thank you because you are God all by yourself. Father, we bless your holy name this morning. Even as we thank you that we're all gathered here. Your word says where there are two or three gathered here, that gathered that you are here. Father, we thank you because you are here. Sweet Holy Spirit, we trust you to have your way. We trust you to break the word down for us so that we can understand it. Father, we bless you. We ask that you be glorified through the rest of this service as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so we thank God. Today is uh, Sunday, the fifth Sunday in August. Praise the Lord. And so what we decided to do as a church was that during the fifth Sunday in August, we will host Sunday school. So in our typical service, we would typically do Sunday school for about 45 minutes before the preaching actually starts. But today we're going to host Sunday school and Sunday school is going to pretty much take the entire time that the sermon would have typically taken. So, but I do also know that Sunday school is typically interactive. So we, we, need, we, we need to engage each other. It's Sunday school opens up the opportunity for you to ask questions, for you to also contribute. I mean, so that's where I was saying that it will be helpful if you have your name as like maybe a single, maybe you just put A. So my name is Ayo. If I put A, I don't want to call you Mr. A. So if you can please rename yourself and write uh, your full name so we can have a good time. And if you can come on video, I'm excited to see faces. So please come on video as well. Let's be blessed. You know, let's be blessed. Let's make this interactive. Don't be shy. No shyness. There's never a bad question. There's never a wrong question. We're all in the household of God. And really Sunday school is how personally Sunday school is how I grew you know, in our, our church from under which we were really discipled and from which we came from and are still connected to, you know, Sunday school will be held um, right before the service starts. And I realized for me, Sunday school was where a lot of questions I had, you know, that I couldn't ask during the sermon times. Sunday school was when I had the opportunity to ask those questions. So I also encourage you, and I also encourage you have your Bible, have a notebook nearby, write down some scriptures, you know, we're using Zoom, but you know, if you have um, any observations, go ahead and write them down. If it's something that you wanna share with us later, um, my husband Chuka, Pastor Chuka and I later, please do so as well, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with. All right, so praise God. So being our first Sunday school service on Zoom, we will be talking about salvation, you know, and what is salvation? Salvation is really the process by which we have been redeemed by the Lord Jesus. Praise God. And somebody will ask, like, why? Why do we even need to be redeemed? You know, and I'll share with you why we needed to be redeemed. We needed to be redeemed because, you know, I don't know if you remember the Bible story, the Bible account of Adam, you know, and we're going to turn to the book of Genesis. I just need to open up Google Chrome, first of all. We're going to go to the book of Genesis. We're going to start from the beginning so that we understand the foundation of our salvation. And I understand that many of us are already saved. You know, I, I mean, regardless of how long I've been saved, you know, I realize that it always blesses me whenever we, 
I understand what my salvation is, is even more about more so, you know, it always blesses me. And even though when we joined, I will make references to our old church, which is East Orange Fountain of the Living Word Church. When we joined our East Orange Church many years ago, you know, they asked me, oh, are you born again? And I explained, yes, I've been born again, you know. So, of course, I didn't understand why we needed to review salvation, you know. But eventually, I understood the more and more the word of God was being taught to me. I understood that God reveals himself. I, I started to understand the love of God for humanity, you know, just in the way that my Sunday school teacher broke it down. And I pray that that will be our experience this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, you know, if we look at the, at the beginning, remember that God created the heavens and the earth, and then he made man. Praise the Lord. If we look in the book of Genesis, Genesis 2, you know, God created man and woman. I mean, God created man first, you know, and then Genesis 2.15, God told Adam, he named him Adam, and he said, you may eat freely from every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Praise the Lord. And then in verse 18, God, God also said to Adam, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So eventually God brought Eve and Adam, you know, and the Bible said something, you know, at that time, you know, so God created Adam and Eve, right? And the Bible says in verse 25, Genesis 2, 25, the man and his wife, they were both naked and they felt no shame. And what does that shame signify? That shame signifies that they were free before the presence of God. You know, there was a fellowship. There was a relationship with God, you know, but God had told them, don't eat of this fruit because you will surely die. And you and I know what happened. If we read in Genesis 3, we realize that the Eve was convinced by the serpent, who is really the devil, that she needed to eat. You know, it's pretty much the same tactic the devil comes to us with. He tries to convince us that what, God, God, what, God, what God's word says is not true. And that's exactly what he did with Eve. And Eve ate uh, the forbidden fruit. And remember the warning that God had given Adam in Genesis 2.15. He says, on the day you eat this thing, you will surely die. Does anyone, in Genesis 2.17, can anyone elaborate what kind of death God was referring to in that scripture? Genesis 2.17. What kind of death do you think that God was referring to, you know, as he was telling Adam of the warning that, look, if you eat this fruit, you will surely die. Anybody? So this is where I really need us to unmute our lines. I want us to, to speak a because this is wonderful. I have an answer. Was yes, it, a, is it a spiritual death? Exactly. Thank you. It was a spiritual death. You know, you, you, you nailed it perfectly. And what happened is as soon as Adam and Eve ate that fruit, guess what happened? All of humanity spiritually died. All of humanity spiritually died. And a problem happened. First of all, the first, the first hint that something was wrong was that Adam and Eve no longer could fellowship with God any longer. 
you know. God knew that they had done something. You know, remember that in Genesis 2, it said the man and the woman, they felt no shame. They were vulnerable. They were open. But all of a sudden, shame came. They felt shame all of a sudden. They couldn't relate with God anymore. And, you know, God, something died. And guess what else happened? Remember that God had given Adam dominion. He had given him dominion. And all of a sudden, that dominion had already also been given to the enemy. So a lot of things happen. And that's why all of humanity, we need to be saved. We need to be reconciled back to that relationship. Otherwise, we are spiritually dead. And because of that, we need a savior. You know, I don't care, no matter how good you might be, no matter how you know, and you know, there's some people who are really good, who are not born again. Guess what? We're still spiritually dead. Whereas the Bible says that in Romans 5, it tells us that we were utterly helpless. Romans 5 verse 6. It says, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Praise the Lord. So we were spiritually dead. But guess what? Somebody needed to come and make a sacrifice. Hallelujah. And be a sacrifice for our sin and for our sinful nature. Somebody needed to come and take our place. And that is what needed to happen in order for us to be redeemed back to, you know, back to relationship with God. So I'm going to stop right here for questions. Why? Again, this is Sunday school. So this is where I'm hoping that we will all open up, that nobody will be shy. There's no shyness allowed, praise the Lord, that nobody will be shy. But we needed to be redeemed. Why? Because we all fell. We fell from grace. The minute that Adam and Eve, that they, that they ate that forbidden fruit, we all died as well. So everybody born of a woman is born spiritually dead, but for the grace of God. And that is where we needed Jesus to come in and take our place. Praise the Lord. All right, I am going to stop for questions. Any questions here? Yes. So after we become um, redeemed, then what happens? I mean, I know that when you become um, born again, that um, Jesus Christ takes over our, our lives. Um, everything changes. We can connect with God directly. But what is that? What is the concept of, uh, that you've just described to us? If you could just tell us a little bit more. That's Thanks. Thank you so much, Sister for for, take, for asking our questions, because what happens now is the Bible says, tells us that God out of his love, and I will address that question in a minute. So God out of his love decided that mankind could not be separated from him, right? And so he gave his one and only son, Jesus Christ. He gave something very precious out of love for us. So he restored us. He, when we become born again, when you and I now accept the Lord Jesus and his free gifts of salvation on, you know, due to what he did on the cross, then you and I are now reconciled to the Lord Jesus. So many things happen. Hallelujah. One of the things is that we are reconciled to Jesus, you know, and we can walk with him in relationship.
Hallelujah. Over the next couple of Sunday schools, we will start getting more and more into it. But that reconciliation, we are redeemed. The Bible says that we have been redeemed from the cost of the law. You know, the cost of the law. What is the law? The law is pretty much pretty much everything that comes out of disobedience. I don't know if you've read the Old Testament before, you will see that the law was put in place in the Old Testament. Why did God put the law in place? God put the law in place because Jesus had not come yet. It was through the law that God's people could, could at least have a semblance of a relationship with him. You know, so he put the law. Remember the Ten Commandments? Thou shall not do this, thou shalt not do that. So God put all those laws in place, but those laws were not sufficient to restore relationship. And so that's why Jesus needed to come. Hallelujah. So everybody in the Old Testament, remember all the people that worked with God, God could only relate to the Jewish people because those were his own people. But now Jesus needed to die so that all of humanity could now be reconciled to God. Praise the Lord. So Sister Ije, I think I have addressed some of your questions and there's a reason why I'm holding back. I'm holding back because over the next couple of Sunday schools, we're still going to break apart who we now are in Christ Jesus. One of the benefits I can tell you, the Bible says that when we're born again, we become new creatures. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. What does that mean? Does it mean when I become born again, I become, I change my skin color or I become somebody else? No, you're still very much the same person. It's just that your spirit is now made alive unto the Lord Jesus. You are now a new creature that can relate with God. You are now a new creature that can that can walk with God. Hallelujah. You are now, we now become God's own children. Praise the Lord. So that's, those are, that's only one of the many benefits, you know, that happened, uh, that happened as a result of our salvation. So really our salvation now becomes, is really the process of our salvation is us recognizing what happened, what Jesus did on the cross and pretty much accepting that gift and accepting him as the Lord of our lives. You know, and when Jesus took on the cross, he took on the sin of all humanity. He took care of everything that had ever separated us from God. Praise the Lord. He took on our sinful nature and all our sin, you know. So it's like Jesus came and made provision for you and I even before we were born. So you ask yourself, but why would God do all of this? Why would God go all out for humanity? The Bible tells us that you and I, God loves us, that the love of God for us is just so strong. And you will see that as you read through the scriptures, that God's love for humanity is so passionate that he gave his only begotten son. That's John 3.16. John 3.16 tells us that for God so loved the world that he he who, he God, he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So where Adam came and he, we inherited spiritual death from Adam, guess what? Jesus came and gave us 
everlasting spiritual life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we're going to read a few scriptures about the love of God. Because it's very quiet, I am going to ask uh, us to read turn after turn. So if you don't mind, I'll put a little pressure on everybody this morning. So Chidima, I'm going to pick on you a little bit. <laughs> Chidima, can you read our, our next scripture? Our next scripture is Romans 5, 8 from the Passion Translation. Romans 5, 8. And uh, I'm, I'm just looking in order of who's next. Chinei, are you there? So you're going to need to unmute yourself and read the scripture. So Chinei, are you there as well? Chinei, if you can read First uh, John chapter 4, verse okay. 9 to 10. And we're going to be reading in the Passion. So Chinema, are you ready? Um, Chinema's not there. Oh, Chinema's not there. Okay. Chinei, you go ahead with First John chapter 4, 9 to 10. Um, okay. Are you there yet? No, give me one second. First John okay. chapter four, nine to 10. Yes. First John chapter four, nine to 10 says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Hallelujah. So we see that God loved us even before we were born. That scripture is telling us that the light of God's love, it shined within us. He sent his matchless son. What does that mean, his matchless son? You know, the Bible says that Jesus was without sin. Hallelujah. He says he sent his matchless son into the world. Nobody could match and nobody can still match Jesus. He says he sent Jesus into the world so that we might live through him. He says this is love. He loved us long before we loved him. Jesus loved you and I long before you and I could ever love him. Our love for God is actually based on our response to our understanding what Jesus did on the cross. Hallelujah. He says it was his love, not ours. And he proved his love to us by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrificial offering to take away our sins. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we see that God, God has a passionate love for man. God's desire is for you and I to be able to fellowship with him in relationship every day. So God holds no limits when it comes to you and I. Hallelujah. God will never put a depth or a ceiling to the extent of our sin. Hallelujah. So what I'm telling you this morning is that there is no one too far that he cannot he or she cannot receive or cannot receive the love of God. The love of God is available. The part that is actually questionable is whether we are ready to receive the love of God. Hallelujah. God's word tells us that nobody is irredeemable with God. So I don't care how many people people have killed. No sin is too much that God cannot forgive. And that's why Jesus needed to come. Praise the Lord. That's why Jesus needed to come. Jesus needed to come because you and I would have remained helpless outside of Jesus. And we needed to be made right in the sight of God. Hallelujah. We needed to be made right. So I am going to, um, Chidima, are you back? Chidima, is Chidima back? No, she's not. 
She's okay. Computers upstairs. She's down Okay, here. no problem. No yeah. problem. All right. So we'll read another scripture. So who else is ready to read? Romans 5 verse 8. Romans 5 verse 8. Who else can read for us? Okay, I'm going to stress you out and ask you to read Romans 5, uh, chapter 5, verse 8. No pressure at all, um, but a little pressure. Go ahead. I'm at I'm BJ's right now, so I'm in line. <laughs> okay, no problem. I'll read that scripture then, no problem. Uh, okay. Okay, so that scripture tells us that, but Christ proved God's passionate love for us by dying in our place while we were still lost and ungodly. Praise the Lord. So you see, Jesus came and took on, and you know the sin that Jesus took on. Jesus took on, first of all, he took on our sinful nature, you know. But what is your sinful nature? The sinful nature is a part of us that, do, you know, is a part of us that was already dead when Adam committed that sin. It's a part of us, you know, Bible says that we have a sinful nature, but that sinful nature becomes replaced. Something happens when you're born again. For all of us that are born again today, something happened when you were born again. Jesus came, it almost seems like spiritual surgery to me, hallelujah, is that Jesus came, and the Bible, and I will share with you a Bible verse to elaborate that. Jesus came, when, as soon as you and I made that, we committed our lives to the Lord Jesus, Jesus came and he did spiritual surgery. He took out the sinful nature that was in you and I, and guess what he did? He replaced it with his own righteous nature. Hallelujah. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21. You know, so Sister EJ, that's also another answer to your question. And you and I now become born again. We, we, when, we be, when we accept Jesus, we become free. Hallelujah. Freedom comes. So, you know, this is Sunday school. So we're going to read the word of God. So please don't get tired. Write those scriptures down. Go back home. Let's study them. Let's understand. I mean, I'm still understanding my salvation. That's why the fact that, and I will give room. I do want us to, if anyone is wanting to share their salvation experience, I will, uh, I mean, please, we do have the time to do that. You know, I think we, we might need a time check so we don't get um, carried away, you know, but I'm going to see if I can share a scripture here from Romans 5 verse 12. Pastor Chuka, do I have the ability to share, please? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm just going to share a scripture because I want us all to kind of follow together. Romans 5 12. Is everybody, can everybody see my screen? Okay, thank you. It says, verse 12 says, when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death. So death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Praise the Lord. If you've been following me, if you followed what I was saying about what happened in Genesis, Romans is actually summarizing what we just, what we just went through. When Adam and Eve sinned, sin entered the world to all humanity. And Adam's sin brought what? It brought spiritual death. Thank you, Sister EJ. So death spread to everyone and everyone sinned. Verse 13 says, yes, people sinned even before the law was given. Remember the law was given by, with, through Moses. God gave Moses the law, remember? It says, but it was not counted as sin at that time because there was not yet any law to break. Verse 14 tells us, still everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, 
even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ who was yet to come. Praise the Lord. So I'll read verse 15. He says, but there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gifts. He says, for the sin of this one man, Adam, it brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see that Adam came and sin came with him. Jesus, the Bible calls Jesus the second Adam. Jesus came and he brought life to us. Hallelujah. God, Jesus came and he brought to us the wonderful gift of grace and his gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. So we see there what happened, you know, all through from humanity. And that's why you and I needed to be saved because death was present. Jesus needed to come and bring us life. So I'm going to stop here. Does anyone want to share with us their salvation experience? I'm going to share mine, but I, I do want to hear from it. at least one or two people. What was your salvation experience like? You know, does this resonate with you? You know, the process we've been talking about, does it resonate with you in any way? Yes. You know, who wants to share their salvation experience? Well, if no one will go, I'll go. Please. Well, um, my salvation experience, I was, you know, I was, I thought I was, I was a believer. I was a Christian. I was going to church. And then one of my friends that I went to university with, she told me, she said um, that she had become a born again Christian. And I didn't really understand what that meant, but I noticed that the way she approached life is really different. And I asked her to take me to her church. And when I went to the church, I went a few times, you know, and I noticed it was just different. This church was Christ Chapel in Lagos. And then I, um, one day I decided to answer the altar call and I went forward. And one of the things that I will never forget that really changed my life is that the pastor said, after this, find a Bible-believing church and start to read the Bible. So I started to read the Bible, and, and that is my salvation story. I started wow. to, the more I understood the Word of God, the more my life changed, the more I began to, to see the world differently, the more I started to live differently. So um, I credit God for who I am today and what I, I am today because it was, it's just because of that trust and belief in God that, that totally, completely altered my life. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing. That's very powerful. You know, that's very powerful because, you know, that, that, and that's super significant. It's important. Again, why is it important? Because it is the greatest decision of our lives. Praise the Lord. It is the greatest decision that you and I can make of our lives. Why? Because look at the hopelessness. I don't know. We don't even need to talk about the world in which we live now. But the hopelessness in this world, I really don't know how anyone can survive the hopelessness that this world offers outside of Jesus. 
Because Jesus, he gives us hope to keep on going. He gives us hope to keep, to keep believing and not be in a world of hopelessness. So thank you for sharing that story. That was really powerful. Thank God for that. I thank God that you are saved. I thank God that his word is living and active in you. I thank God that you and I have been reconciled to God and we give him praise. Does anyone else want to share the experience when they got saved? I was, I was sure. Can you, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. So there was a time that, um, there was a time that I, I didn't, uh, I didn't know God. Let's put it this way. I didn't know Christ. And, and what happened was I used to smoke. I used to smoke and drink and, um, I was trying to, I was trying to quit it, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't. And, um, a, a friend of mine, who lived in the same apartment that I lived, said, you know, Chuka, you know, you can't really quit cigarettes by yourself. You know, you could, you could try because I tried. I used, I used the patch. I used the, I used the, um, the, this nicotine gum. And the, it didn't help. You know, I was still smoking on top of that. Um, so she told me, you say, you need, you need Jesus to, in order to, to do that. So I went to church one day which I always go to, you know, I've, I've talked about it. I've, I've talked about it in every, almost every someone I've talked about. <laughs> you know, I, I go to church because I just, I go to church because I feel, I don't want my mom to call me and tell me, did you go to church? And I would say, mm-hmm. yes, at least I went to church, but did I really have a understanding of who Christ was? I really didn't. So um, I didn't have a relationship with, with God at all. So one day I went to, I went to this church, you know, because I was desperate. Let's put it this way. You know, sometimes we have to be desperate to need something. So I was desperate, you know, and I needed to quit the cigarette because it was just a more of a plague over my head. Um, so, so I went to this church. It's in New Jersey. I went to the church and I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And and that was it, you know, and that's where God started working with me through all that. And it's been an exciting, exciting time because at least I know that I can run to God, mm. run to him at all times. So that's for me is good. Awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you for sharing that. That's really wonderful. Uh, anybody else before I share my story? Isn't everybody else is shy? Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll give you a break just for today. And then next Sunday school, we must talk. All of us have to talk. Praise the Lord. So um, my salvation experience, I thank God for his hand. You know, because I, I went to school in Nigeria. I went to boarding school. I went to uh, Federal Government Girls College, Oyo. And of course, for I had, this, I had an aunt. My mom's younger sister was saved and she was born again. And we all knew she was born again, but it was, we were all kind of skeptical, you know, for years. Clearly she was praying, you know, because, you know, and there was even, there were services, there were Sunday services, which I attended, you know, but you know, you attended with no real, I attended with no real understanding. Of course I was a teenager anyway. I, I attended with no clear understanding of what was going on. But one day I happened to go and somebody was ministering about our need for God. And, you know, really, it's really the Holy Spirit that helps us all of a sudden, your perspective just changes all of a sudden, 
you go from being a skeptic and you, your eyes just open. And that's when I realized that, you know what? I can't do this life outside of God. You know, I need God. I need his mercies to sustain me. I need his strength to carry me far, you know? So I made that decision to be born again, you know? And did I understand it at 13? Um, of course not. I didn't really understand what was going on. It was almost like they gave an altar call and I followed everybody. But I thank God because, I mean, he, he's, he's helped me to, and part of helping me again is even as we're sharing the word today, I'm still understanding the benefits and the blessings of my salvation. Praise the Lord. You know, so it's, there's nowhere else to be. There's no other place of comfort. There's no other place of peace. There's no other anchor that I would rather have anchor my life to outside of the Lord Jesus, you know? So I thank God for the gift of Jesus. In fact, you and I, we should be thanking God for the gift of Jesus every day, every day, praise the Lord. So we're going to take a little switch and we're going to read some more scriptures. Again, just breaking down what really happened. What did Jesus really do for us? And it's important that from time to time, as we as children of God walk with God, it's important that we make the effort to understand what really happened, you know, and understand it for yourself, not so much of what somebody is sitting down to tell you, but having a revelation of it for yourself. So let's go to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 53, from verse 4 to 5. Isaiah 53 from verse 4 to 5. And I tend to use uh, quite a bit of versions. Why? Because I want to understand the word of God more. I want to understand it better. So I am going to share my screen. It'll just take me a minute. One second. All right. Let me share. Okay. So um, Isaiah 53, 4 to 5. Can any, everyone see my screen? Yep. Hallelujah. Thank you. It says, surely he took up our pain. I'm reading from New International Version here. It says, surely he took up our pain. Who is he? Jesus. And bore our suffering. It says, yet we considered him punished by God. So this scripture is really elaborating what happened on the cross. You know, Jesus took up our pain and he bore our suffering. I don't know if there's still pain and suffering you know, in the world, it, and even in your life that you can see, you know, Bible is telling us that Jesus took it up then, and, you know, he took up, he took it up then at the cross. The Bible says he was considered punished of God. You know, the Romans, as they killed him, they, they thought that God was punishing him because God could not save him. But the greater purpose of God was there. The Bible tells us he was stricken by God. He was afflicted. In verse 5, it says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He, Jesus was pierced for our sins. You know, he took on the wages of our sin. Hallelujah. He was crushed for our iniquities. He was crushed for our sins. He says the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. Hallelujah. And by his wounds, we are healed. So even on that cross, Jesus was tackling the issue of sin, right? He was paying for it with his body. But in the same vein, he was also tackling with the issue of sickness. So I don't know if you are sick today. 
for what Jesus did on the cross to get our salvation, Jesus also went ahead to tackle anything that causes us sickness today. Hallelujah. Jesus also tackled that so that anything, so that you and I, by the stripes of Jesus, the stripes that Jesus took on his body, you and I can also receive healing. Praise the Lord. We're going to read one more, uh, a couple more scriptures. Philippians 2 from verse 6 to 10. I'll just, uh, I'll turn to it and make sure everybody can see. Philippians 2 from verse 6 to 10. And I will just change versions. I do want us to understand. Okay. 6 to 10. And I will just, uh, uh, I'll read from New Living Translation. And I do want to read from the, uh, I like the passion because the passion really helps to break down like a lot of other translations as well. So you just take me a second. All right. Praise the Lord. Okay. So I'll read from the passion. It says Philippians 2, chapter 2 from verse 6. Is everybody there? Yes. All right, thank you. He says he existed in the form of God. Again, who is this? This is Jesus. Jesus existed in the form of God. New Living Translation, if you switch to your left, it says, though he was God. Hallelujah. Though he was God. So Jesus, you know, the Bible says he existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. He says he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Verse seven, he says, instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. Hallelujah. What's that scripture telling us? God, Jesus left everything that made him God. Jesus emptied himself of everything that made him God. And he reduced himself to the form of a man. Hallelujah. We will read why. You know, I think uh, the scripture tells that it's only as a man that, that Jesus could die. And he needed to die so that he could overcome the power of death. Hallelujah. He needed to overcome the power of death so that you and I can be saved today. Praise the Lord. We'll continue reading. It says, he humbled himself and he became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example. Even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. Hallelujah. Jesus became a criminal so that you and I no longer need to remain criminals to the devil. Jesus became a criminal. He took on a criminal's death so that he could be crucified. Hallelujah. Amen. And I mean, it, I get excited because as I read verse 9, what God tells us that because of the obedience of Jesus, God exalted him and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. The authority of the name of Jesus causes every knee to bow in reverence. Everything and everyone will one day submit to this name in the heavenly realm, in the earthly realm, and in the demonic realm. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, I mean, when I read scriptures like this, to be honest, it just, it blows my mind because I realize how much of a sacrifice Jesus made on my behalf. And it actually, sometimes it, it really makes me marvel about the love of God for humanity. 
because it's like God himself needed to come and take our place. Hallelujah. God himself came and took our place. You know, otherwise, I mean, I don't know if you, if you guys, if you, if you watch the news, like around Easter time, you know, there's some countries, I think in like uh, South America, whereby around, around Easter, Easter time, some people will nail themselves to the cross, you know, and to be honest, I, part of me wonders like, why, for what? The, somebody already, Jesus already took that sacrifice. Hallelujah. So why do you need to put yourself on the cross again? Why do you and I, why, why does anybody need to put themselves on a cross again when the price has already been paid? Hallelujah. The price was already paid. Why, do, why, why again? Why does anybody need to pay that price again? So we'll read a scripture that I referenced, Hebrews 2, 14 to 15. Hebrews 2, 14 to 15. I'll read the New Living Translation. It says, because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, who are God's children? You and I, praise the Lord. Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood. It says, the son, Jesus, also became flesh and blood. Why? It says, for only as a human being could he die. He could not die as God. So he had to transform himself to a lower nature, to become a human being. So that by dying, it says only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. Hallelujah. So Jesus embraced death so that you and I could be set free. And that's why when he was hung on a cross, he was buried you know, for three days. And the Bible says that he overcome, he overcame, hallelujah. Amen. And he defied death when he rose again. And because he rose again, you and I can be free today. Hallelujah. Amen. You and I can claim some freedom today. You and I can say, yes, we are redeemed. Hallelujah. That we have been made whole. Hallelujah. We can be, you know, and there's so many scriptures that reference what Jesus did on the cross. And it's important that you and I remind ourselves of what happened on the cross so that our salvation never becomes a routine. So that it's not something that you and I take for granted. So that we realize that God went through, Jesus went through much. Why? Because he counts you and I as priceless. Hallelujah. The Bible says, I mean, in Psalms 8, it says, what is man that you are mindful of him? The love of God that God has for humanity. It defies everything. It It defies human understanding naturally. You know, and that's why God would, he, and then not beyond the Jewish people. Remember that the Jewish people by natural birth, they were, they are the ones entitled, right? To salvation. But guess what? When Jesus died, he opened that barrier whereby all of us now could receive Jesus. We now can be born again. We now can be children of God. Hallelujah. We now can receive the blessings of Abraham that these people for years and years and years, they they have continued to receive. We now can receive it. Why? Because when Jesus, he took our sinful nature 
and he gave us his own righteous nature. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop right here for questions, comments, thoughts. Before we read uh, the next scripture, any comments, any thoughts? Or are we just a shy group? <laughs> no, we're just new. Hallelujah. Please, oh, yeah, you've been here for 45 minutes or almost. <laughs> Nobody's new anymore. Praise the Lord. Yes, sister. Um, this is Sandy. Um, I just wanted to say that um, uh, as you were saying, it's so important for us to read the word. I remember once I got saved, the pastor that um, I was under for a number of years, he told me that, well, he was telling the whole congregation that when you come to church, bring your Bible, because he encouraged us not to just listen to him. He encouraged us to read the word for ourselves, as you said. And um, that's so important because as we read God's word, we find out who we are in Christ. And we find out about so many things about the promises of God. So I thank God for what you're sharing about Jesus, what he did for us. And that through him, we have so many things. Um, there's a song called The Great Exchange. So I thank God for his word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Miss Sandy. And I'm being told I have about 15 minutes. So I'll just share this last scripture and then we'll start rounding up. You know, I was any other comments though, before I take that time, any other comments, any thoughts? If um, I can, again, just to piggyback on Sandy. Oh, was someone else saying something? I can wait. Uh, hi, this is David. Um, the only comment I would like to make is, is it's, it was really a great exchange because um, the Bible tells us in the book of Second um, Corinthians chapter 5, mm -hmm. verse 21, that God made Christ who knew no sin to be seen for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So basically what God did was that um, God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be seen for us, who knew no righteousness, mm. that we mm. might become the righteousness of God in him. So that was that great exchange. Just, just um, a little bit I wanted to um, contribute there. It was just that perfect exchange. Hallelujah. Jesus was the spotless lamb of God, and we were full of sin. Man. And uh, he just made that exchange. And that's why we now have a, a, a position in him as being the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Not because of what we've done, not because of all the fasting we've done, not because of the good deeds we've done, but because of the great exchange. And that's the only leg we have to stand on, basically. Yeah. Wow. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Sister Eve. Great. Sister Eid, you were saying? No, I was just, I just wanted to piggy off um, what Sandy said. Um, our pastor also told us, um, my pastor, when I lived in New Jersey, he would always remind us that we needed to bring our Bibles and mm -hmm. follow along so that we don't take our salvation for granted. Mm -hmm. Because that is, that, that salvation is such a personal relationship with God. And that through difficult times or through times of joy or certainty, whatever it is, 
it is that salvation that we've cultivated and grown by reading the word of God, by following along with the word. Those things sustain us. That's what I wanted to share. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for those uh, wonderful contributions. You know, and really, my, my brother is really going ahead. And thank you. Because really, the, the, the main, one of the main reasons, God desired that man become right with him, that we have right standing with him. And that, that's exactly what made it a great exchange. Like I said, it was like spiritual surgery. Somebody came, took our sinful nature that was dead and ugly and full of so many, you know, the Bible says man's, when the, man, when the Bible says man's heart is, is wicked, that was the sinful nature. And Jesus came and exchanged and gave us his righteous nature. And we didn't deserve it. We didn't do anything to merit it. Hallelujah. We didn't have to fast. We didn't have to walk on a bed of nails. We didn't have to get on a cross ourselves. And we still don't need to. Hallelujah. We still don't need to. He's made us righteous. And that is one of the blessings. That's one of the blessings that really now opens us to this new life in Christ Jesus. So thank you, my Amen. brother, for sharing that. I mean, I'm, I'm, my prayer is that this Sunday school has been a blessing to everyone. And by the grace of God, we will continue to break apart the word of God. We'll continue to uh, break it, make it into bite-sized sizes so that we can all understand. And the Bible says that by the word of God, we are growing. All right. Amen. So we'll share a word of prayer. Uh, does anyone want to round up for us for, uh, for Sunday school? And then we'll take on announcements. Pastor Chuka will take on some announcements. All right, I'll just, share the, I'll, I'll just share the word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. Father, we thank you. Your word is living and active. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the, thank you for what Jesus did on the cross. We are so grateful. What, what love you have for us. What love that, Lord, you are, in, you are in pursuit of us. You were and you still are in pursuit of us, desiring our hearts. Father, I pray, O oh God, that, Lord, your pursuit of us and our salvation will never be in vain in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I pray that, Lord, help us to walk in constant step with you. Help us, O oh God, so that the benefits of our salvation, we will enjoy them in this life, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we Amen. thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for him breaking down the word. We continue to trust you to continue to teach us. And we Amen. thank you that we are being changed from glory to glory. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you, everyone. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Pastor Chuka, you want to share, talk, uh, maybe we want to see your face too, so you can also give us some announcements. Uh, sure. Um, my name is Pastor Chuka Uzo. Uh, thank you so much for sharing the Sunday School. Um, uh, the church is Princeton FTLW Church, Princeton Fountain of the Living World Church. Uh, this Zoom, Zoom, the, the Zoom calls, we decided our normal church hours are like one to three. Uh, but we decided because it's virtual, we'll start early from 12 o'clock, 12 to 1, 1 I'm um, sorry for my children in the background. Um, 
So I wanted to also give you an announcement for if you wanted to do to us, to the church, I won't say to us really. <laughs> we wanted to give to the church. Uh, sorry, I normally don't give it. My wife that does this. You could give through tidily. Uh, this is the information in here. But most importantly, before I even talk about this, um, the new people, um, anybody that is new, is it possible for you to send me an email, send us an email on the church email, with your email address, your name and email address so we can be in contact with you. Um, the address is princetonftlw at gmail.com. princetonftlw at gmail.com. I don't know who, who invited you or whoever that invited you. Um, if you don't want to send them an email, you could, I don't know. EJ, EJ. You could actually put your name uh, and your email in the chat section, you know, just so we can reach out to you. You could do that too. You could do that too. I didn't. Yeah, just so we can reach out to you and we can uh, interact with you yeah, and share announcements. Praise the Lord. That, that would be awesome if you could do that too. And the other thing is, I just want us to, I want to pray for, for us all. I want to pray for us all um, for the week. And also pray for whoever that is going to give, um, whoever that is going to give, uh, even if you don't give, it's okay. I'll still pray for you. That's basically what it is. All right, are we ready? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so grateful. We thank you for an opportunity to learn at your feet. Thank you, Lord, for, for your guidance. For Amen. Your protection. Thank you, Lord, for this word that, Lord, Almighty, we pray that as we hear this word, we pray that this word will really, will really come and bless us. That this Amen. word will not just be hearers of your word, but will also be doers of your word in the name of Jesus. Father, Amen. We pray, we pray for our week. Our week is going to be a blessed week. Thank you, Lord, because faith surrounds us like a shield. In whatever we do, whatever you have laid, we've laid our hands to do. Father Lord, it shall be blessed in the name of Jesus. Father Amen. Lord, thank you because Lord, you, you we, we are here. We're here because you have you have proposed for us to be here. So Father Lord, we thank you for all that you're going to do with us, through us, and for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Amen. Lord, for we're giving because this is what you have told us to do. The Bible says, give and it shall be given to you. Press down, shaking together, running over. Shall men give to the bosom. Father Lord, as they've given to this fertile ground, Father Lord, we thank you because Lord, men shall give to their bosom. Men shall give to them in the name of Jesus. Father Amen. Lord, we also pray that as they, as they go through their work of during the, this week, Father Lord, we pray that goodness and mercy shall follow them all the days of their life. In the Amen. Father Lord, we also pray that Lord, during this whole pandemic, Father Lord, we pray that evil shall not come near them. Amen. In the Amen. We know this coronavirus is evil. It's not sent from God. Some people say it's sent from God, but I said to them, I differ from that because God cannot send sickness and also send healing. It, it means he's trying to divide his, his own kingdom. We know sickness is from the devil. So, Father Lord, we know sickness is evil. Father Lord, we also know pandemic is evil. Father Lord, we thank you 
because no evil shall come near our dwelling in the name of God. Amen. Psalm 91. It says, A thousand shall fall on our left, ten thousand on our right, but it shall not come near us. Father Lord, we pray. We give you glory. We pray for anyone that is sick on this call because of what Jesus did on the cross. Hallelujah. Because you what Jesus did on the cross. Father Lord, we thank you because we receive our healing in the name of Lord. Father Lord, we thank you, Father, for your goodness and mercy. Father Lord, we give you praise. Lord, I bless everyone on this call in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we give Amen. you praise and glory. Thank you, awesome God, for you are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you, Amen. awesome God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I, I, want to, I want to also share, normally on every at church, every first Sunday, we always have our Holy Communion. And when we have a Holy Communion, we use that day to, for, you know, as more of a healing service. The Lord, the Lord ordered me, I will call it. The Lord said to me that I have to use that day every, every first Sunday of the month. We use that day as a healing service. So I want to encourage you, if you're going to join and when you're going to join, you know, yes, we have the the Holy Communion uh, container in the house as pastors. But for you, you could also have crackers. You could have some crackers and also have like um, juice. Juice, right. juice non-alcoholic juice. Mm-hmm. Just juice, you know, small juice. You don't have to have bread that you want to eat for breakfast. It's just a little bit of the bread, you know, and we'll pray over it. And we believe God for our healing. You know, mm-hmm. you might say, you know, that you do not seek. Fine. But you know what? God can make things new. He can, He knows what is going on in your body. He knows what is right and what is not correct. Mm-hmm. It is Him that you can, you, you, you come to Him saying, God, renew my, anything that is in, in my inside. He, he knows what might go wrong tomorrow. So, while we come there, we believe that we are we're going to get healed, having a, a heart of expectation Amen. of what God is going to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank I, you, God. I, I, I know there are few. I know we are almost running out of time, but mm-hmm. I want us to just you know you could just say your name. You know, I could start with myself. You could say your name briefly, and then we can close and say our say the grace. Um, I'll start with me. My name is Pastor Chuka Uzo. Um, I'm the senior pastor of Princeton Fountain of the Living Water. Um, pastor Ayo, go ahead. Uh, I'm Pastor Ayo Uzo. Uh, I co-pastor my husband at Princeton Fountain of the Living Water Church. It's really good to see everyone, and we hope to see you again. Anyone else? I'm Sandy Curry. Um, I was invited by EJ, one of my uh, wonderful good good friends, and um, thank you so much for the teaching. Um, really was blessed by it. Thank God. Thank God. Good to see you again, uh, Miss Sandy. Yes. Thank and you. And I attend uh, church in uh, Oasis Christian Center, Rawway, New Jersey. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. I'm David Mashiko. From South Africa, 
and um, I was invited by EJ. Wow, thank you for thanks. attending. Yes, thanks for the, mm -hmm. the, the fellowship as well. It's just refreshing to, you know, to hear the word of God. Absolutely. Thank you for joining all the way from South Africa. You're welcome. <laughs> all right. Um, who are, anyone else? So I'm Trish, Trish Odusami. I go by Ronke as well. And I was invited by EJ, and um, I'm from Long Island, New York. And thank you so much for the beautiful service. Oh, wonderful. Good to see you. Good to see you, uh, Sister Trish. Welcome. Hope we'll see you again. Thank you. All right. And uh, anyone else? I'm Ijoma, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what I say. These are my, my sisters and my friends, and it's my brother, my sister, that's my sister-in-law, I should say, but she's my sister, and my mom, and then um, everyone else that has said that I invited them. These are people that are like my brothers and sisters to me, and that's why I wanted them to come and hear the good word of God that has blessed me. So. Wow, thank God. Thank you. Let's, okay. let's say the grace and fellowship so I don't keep everybody. Especially <laughs> Mr. David, I came from South Africa. Yeah, let's say the grace. Okay. The grace, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the love, the love of, of God. God. I forgot to mention Mrs. Uza was my teacher as well <laughs> primary school. Oh, uh, <laughs> is mommy still on? I was going to say yeah, maybe mommy, 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 mommy. Can you turn on her video so at least she can say hello? Yeah. <laughs> Mom, yeah. Mommy Let was also see. Ronke's teacher. And yeah, she was my Uza. teacher too. Yes. yes. They all yes. know mom. Wow. <laughs> excellent. also knows mom. I Oh, wow. Wonderful. <laughs> That's cute. Hi, cutie. <laughs> I, I was just, he's trying to help mommy turn on her, uh, her video. So at least you can oh, see sorry. her face and she can mommy, greet. Mommy, she didn't dress for the occasion. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I know the feeling because that's the way next I feel week. as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah next time. Yeah. All right, don't feel happy with your microphone. Thank you so much, everybody. Okay. Thank yeah, thank you guys. So we'll try for next Sunday. So maybe okay. we can turn on our cameras. Have a good Sunday, everyone. Bye bye. 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 Bye.